0: If your hamstring hurts, if you've got a lot of tension in it, you're a weekend warrior, a young athlete, if you're walking around and you've got some tension in your hamstring, it's time to get to work. I've got a little collection of stretches and exercises that shouldn't take you very long, but if you're not working on it on a daily basis, it's just going to stick around. So the first one's going to be super simple. Get your band out that you're going to use to try to stretch your leg in different areas, but you're going to start with a couch or a bench, and you're gonna put your heel on there and pull your toe up. You don't wanna have a pointed toe And when you set it up there, you can mess with the heights. If it's very tight, you want to start low. A step may even be better. Work on the bottom one or two steps, and then put your belly button towards your quad. You don't want to bend over and reach with your upper back. It kind of fakes you out. You think you're flexible. You think it's stretching. You get a little bit of tension. Stand up tall and put your belly button towards your thigh, and I'll show you real (laughs) flexibility. Okay, so if you're starting out to this and you're very tight, low step, poke your chest forward a little bit, keep a nice flat back. You're going to stretch on both sides for about 20-ish seconds. And the reason why both sides, of course you want equal and opposite range of motion, but I always find that both sides is a really good indication to see how messed up what you got going is. You well, know I mean? think
1: you'll find out that one is a little tighter than the other right. one, and you need to work on both. Sometimes you tend to to go after the one that barks a little bit at you, but you got to make sure that you do both of them.
0: Right, so get you a nice little stretch here, about 15, 20 seconds. Pretty simple. Then you're going to get on your back and have a long beach towel, the belt around your waist, or even uh, a ballistic band of some kind. Use a green one. I feel like that's the best because it doesn't flex too awful much. Um, You'll wrap it around your foot and we're going to go through three different angles. The first one's going to be straight up. You'll pull that band towards your chest, find the tension point. If it's very, very, very tight, take it real easy, nice and easy, and then push a little bit of resistance into it on the way down. Let me repeat that, okay? When you have a very tight muscle, by activating a little bit on the way down with resistance, and I mean a little, resistance. You'll find that you can get that puppy moving a little bit quicker than just doing a bunch of static stretches. Okay. So you're going to wrap it around, you're going to pull it up to the tension point. And then after about 10 seconds, you're going to push into that resistance just a little bit, take it all the way down, then you'll come back for a little bit more range of motions. It's three times, it's quick 10 seconds, bring it down 10 seconds, bring it down 10 seconds, bring it down, switch the foot. Okay. When you do your other foot, same thing. You're going to stay real linear and keep everything in line, hips in line, shoulders in line, and you'll just be utilizing your hands to pull. Don't use something short. It's not going to work for you. You need something long so that you can maintain the correct posture on the floor. Your other leg shouldn't be getting all squirrely. Keep your heel on the floor and make sure that it's nice and straight, okay? Okay.
1: So, what level do you think that should be? Maybe ten to fifteen percent of resistance. You don't want to go too. So, you mean on the resistance on, part on the on way the, down? On the way down,
0: uh, it should be very palatable, tolerable. You know, you should be able to tolerate it very easily. You don't want it. It's not like you're lifting weights. This is not a lift weight feeling. You know, it's just a little bit of tension on the way out. If you've got super, you know, it's really, really, really tight. As soon as you turn that hamstring on and turn off the stretch, you're going to feel it. So, it, it should just be. Just a little. I mean, on a percentage scale, maybe 10%. My brain
1: always keeps going to, I know that tweak. I've been there, so I don't want to do that. So I I try to go pretty easy on it.
0: Yeah, the hamstring, it takes a while to get it back in action. So you got to be a little consistent with it. If
1: If you've ever really pulled one, that's a grueling process.
0: Yeah, it is not any fun at all. And you
1: find out what you cannot do. Without that hamstring.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, in this scenario, I'd say we're a little bit past like a huge strain. You know, if you've got a huge strain, you need rest. Don't be yanking that thing around trying to stretch it an awful lot. The scenario at which this will apply greatly is if you, you know, say you went golfing all weekend, say you played in a football game and you're kind of walking, you just are really tight on one side, but nothing's significantly injured. You know the difference. It's not a huge pull, but you are very, very tight, and you're feeling like if you do something crazy, this puppy might be really mad. That's where you're at. You're trying to get this thing loosened up. Uh, So after you go through the linear side of things, you're going to go back to the first foot and you're going to turn it into a bit of a groin and pull it out wide. I find that it's kind of nice to take that hamstring at a little different angle. So you'll go out to a 45-degree angle and use that arm side to kind of hold it out there, and you'll do both sides. Once again, just add a little bit of resistance. It's easy. Ten seconds, go out. Ten seconds, resist. Ten seconds. So I'm seconds. still
1: lying on my back in this process.
0: Yep, same exact thing. And then you want to make sure that that outside or the straight-down leg holds its Stays ground. Stays
1: down and you don't roll over because sometimes you'll take the benefit out of it by, yep. by moving your glutes or – Your hips.
0: Yeah, so after your static stretch on the stair, now you've moved into the band stretch. Now, it's going to be very easy. We're going to use the floor. You don't need any kind of equipment whatsoever. Your hamstring is very easy to manipulate and target if you're able to lift your body weight. If you're not, you know, we've got some modifications, but let's start here. You're going to lift your butt off the ground, and your legs are going to be straight. You'll be on your heels. You should picture yourself almost as if you're... Well, it's not almost you are your your weight is on your heels and on your shoulder blades or even slightly higher you've lifted your mass off the ground with your heels you'll feel that your hamstrings activate if this starts talking to you you want to just set your butt down lift it up for three seconds set your butt down lift it up for three seconds It's kind of like a warm-up exercise to get some blood flow to the area. That's the key, right?
1: So that would primarily be the modification you were talking about. Yeah, putting
0: your butt down. Now, if you're feeling pretty good, if you're not really that bad, blood flow is what makes things heal. So you'll lift your butt up, and then you're going to lift a foot. Put it down. Lift the other foot. Put it down. You're going to turn this into a bit of a marcher, okay? You're going to go up and down, and your butt's off the ground, and you'll feel that your glutes and your hamstring starts firing. That's what you want, get a little bit of blood flow, pretty simple, 20, 30 seconds. Next, you're gonna bring your heels in, simple bridge. Take your feet up, bridge your butt up. Again, nice and easy, 20, 30 seconds until you start to get a little bit of activation. And then what you're gonna do is take one foot off the ground and point it out straight. Use your heel, now you're gonna get more resistance into your hamstring because you've got more load. One foot's on the ground, one's not. Now this position can be a little tricky. It shouldn't be, but it can be. I've seen it done millions and millions of times when your butt drops a little bit as soon as you lift a foot off the ground and you're kind of defeating the purpose. You want to be a straight shot. You should have your spine in line with your hip in line with your knee. So when you lift your butt off the ground with two feet, pretty easy position to get in. As soon as you take your foot off, don't let your hips drop. That's going to be the key. So you want to drive through the floor with your single leg that's still on the floor. Then you'll flip the foot down, and you'll take the weight into the other side as you straighten the other one. Pretty simple here. A 30-second hold, a 30-second hold, and then you're going to find a stability ball. The reason why stability balls work really well is because if you do it right, you can get a little bit of active movement, and it's a very lightweight exercise for your hamstrings. Again, we don't need to lay on our chest and curl tons of weight. We're not trying to strength train. We're trying to bring a bunch of blood flow to the area. We've got some range of motion, a great warm-up going. Now we want to dump the area with blood and then let it rest. Okay, so roll the stability ball out. You're going to put your heels on top. And once again, the key is a straight line. You want to activate your hamstrings by keeping your hips up. If you drop your hips, your hamstrings don't get used as much. Drive your hips up and be in that bridge position you were on the floor on the ball okay legs are straight no legs will be bent yeah you'll start with them up there bent you're going to get in that bent position on top of the ball then you're going to start rolling your feet in and out i like to use my heels as the basis point so when you get up there you should have a weight on the heels of your feet a little bit and then you're going to roll them out and then your heels will be Lengthened out, and you'll be in a straight, flat position.
1: So you're on top of the ball.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you'll be at a slight decline, your body will be, and you'll be bending your feet in and out to load the hamstrings and get a whole lot of warmness going on, okay? If that's bothering you, you're going to stop there for the day. If it's not, you're going to turn the same thing that we did on the floor to on the ball. The ball just makes things more difficult because a stability element comes in, as well as that inclined position rolling out on a ball is going to be more difficult. So if you've got your balance and you're okay with it, you're not feeling any aches and pains that are getting more, And you're into uh, the balance point. Sometimes it's a little difficult to pull a foot off on a ball. But if you can pull it off, you're going to find that you get just a little bit more resistance. That's a little bit more challenging. And it's a great way to close down the the circuit that you're doing. So lift a foot up, point it out straight. And you're going to do that rolling position with just one foot. Once again, every
1: modification that you would do or um... with what with the one one foot. Yeah, to make it more intense.
0: Yeah, you'll lift the foot up, and then that makes it more intense.
1: Okay, so they're still on top. One of them has just been released. It's not on the floor. Correct. Okay. Yeah,
0: you'll stay on top of the ball, you'll do the 2 feet in and out if you're feeling pretty good after about 20 30 seconds, finish it with lifting a leg and getting each one for so another 20 more 30 of an seconds. That's
1: not a modification.
0: Then. Yeah, that particular one is going to be kind of your closing move. If you're okay. like, okay, we need to just flood it with blood flow and then be done for the day. That's the that's it. That's the whole little routine that you're going to do. So you'll move through the stretching sequence and then hit the hamstrings and you'll find that, you know, you're going to start getting your range of motion back pretty quick. I use this pretty much any time I have a whole lot of tension in my hamstrings or my back gets a little too tight. I start doing this hamstring workout for, you know, a couple weeks. Make sure that I get it all the way back, all my range of motion. Because if you just sit down all day at the desk, or, you know, you're doing your computer stuff, you're going to work, you're doing your thing. That hamstring takes a really long time to get your range of motion back unless you kind of address it. So th- this is what I would suggest. It probably should only take you, you know, that five to 10 minute thing. Once you get in the groove and you understand the movements, watch the video a couple of times. If you are just listening, you may want to see some of these exercises, but pile them up all right behind one another. Knock it out. Do it in the morning before you, you know, go to work or do anything like that. And I think you're going to find that it uh, helps your tight hamstring out an awful lot.
1: <laughs> is this an everyday Deal, I would how for would sure you do that?
0: yeah they, this is not like weight training you're not trying to build muscle with this specific recommendation this is for the weekend warrior the person that has a really tight spot you know like you tweaked it a little bit you're you got to get this thing back in action I'm not trying to wait six weeks for this thing to come back you're trying to flood it with blood flow and get your range of motion back as fast as you can so you can get back to doing what you want to do
1: well, there you go but if you pull it it's going to be longer than – you. get it's a little bit of a long process. Yeah, you don't so want to be pull ready. a
0: hamstring. I mean, it, sometimes if you got a real, a whole lot of pain and you're trying to get, uh, you know, through the day, compression can work. They've got some great hamstring compression sleeves that if you want something a little bit more, mm-hmm. say your job requires you to use that hamstring an awful lot, you know, there are some compression sleeves that work pretty good. You, you just got to find the right brand that adds enough – uh, compression, but don't get too crazy with that. You know, you don't need anything that's making your feet fall asleep. You know what I mean? Don't <laughs> yeah. get it too tight, but just a little bit of compression on any kind of a joint. I've had tendinitis. I don't know. Multiple, multiple times. Sleeves do work. Hamstring yes. pulls sleeves do work. Um, so if you've got some discomfort in any one of the joints, I would highly recommend looking through the compression sleeve world and trying to see what's out there and then find you a good brand that's holds its ground. There's some that are very bad. There's some that don't really squeeze enough. Uh, you you really want to truly get some compression if you need some pain relief while you're trying to go if through your If you're afraid
1: tube. of something that's going to happen or, you know, I think that's a really good idea. I think you'll find it to be very beneficial to get that sleeve. If you're going to go out there and do it, Give yourself the best chance for success.
0: Well, a lot of people don't give compression sleeves enough credit. I, I mean, I've used them, Oh, I don't even know, maybe 20 years I've been dabbling with them. And it, when something hurts, I use compression all the time. It really does change the way you feel. If you've got like a balled up calf from running too much, sleeves are the real deal. If you've got pain in your knee and you still have to use your knee, compression sleeve works. You can do all the rehab you want and start doing all those things. But if you got to do something today a sleeve will help. If, uh, you know, you've been, say you hammering on something when you never hammer. I, I did that last year. I was trying to build something. I mean to tell you my forearm <laughs> into my elbow has never hurt so bad. And you know, I just, that's, I, I've never really done that consistently through in like a 12 hour day, beating nails in hand, you know, in, in wood. And I mean to tell you my elbow and forearm for probably almost a week was killing me. And, you put that sleeve on it, it does make it to where you take that edge off, that, that knifey edge out of a joint. So, well,
1: I think that's the mental and physical. Yeah, It gives you a little bit of both.
0: Yeah, for sure. I hope this uh, routine helps you with your your hamstrings. Uh, please hit the subscribe button if you like what we're doing. Uh, I hope to post a whole bunch more exercises and, and workouts that can uh, help you, you know, quit hurting Get rid so of a little pain. Yeah, you don't want to hurt. It's no fun.
1: I can't go out and play if I it hurts. That's right. That's right.